Hello and welcome to the Much More Podcast, the podcast that aims to help you be more, to be able to reach your fullest potential and then to be able to give more in terms of that potential. I am your host, Mark Miller, and I'm excited to bring you this one. Let's get into it. Stacey, I really appreciate your time, taking the time to be with me and just having a fantastic conversation. Well, thanks, Mark. I'm super excited to be here and share. I know we both share a passion for inspiring and empowering people to live their best life, a life where they are in a creative state and really following their dreams. I mean, when you ask me what I've been up to, I've actually just recently kind of changed outside of moving from a corporate world, more focused on change management and people development within corporations into one more of into a coaching and mentoring ship role and moving into the entrepreneurship realm and really looking at how I can help people recognize the greatness that they were born with to help people dream and imagine and ultimately to create a life that they truly love and desire. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. I love the passion. I can just hear that you're so passionate about it in your voice and just on that note, and we're kind of going into what we were really going to speak about because it just works so well, right? But naturally it would. You're looking at leading people to life they desire. What, what does that process look like? What, what do you mean by that? Do you want to just elaborate a little bit more? For sure. I think, well, it starts with us really shutting off our external world mm-hmm. and recognizing that we've been conditioned since we were young to live from our external senses. And yet there's more to life than what we can see. In fact, like the greatest parts of ourselves, we won't see. So what does that mean? It means starting to get in tune with the gifts that we were given, which around our imagination, listening more into our intuition, our perception, leveraging our memory, our will, and our highest function of reason, which is our ability to think. When I ask people, what is that life that they desire? It's actually allowing themselves to start to dream and to start to fantasize and realize that we are the creators of our life, that our past or our current circumstance doesn't have to dictate our future unless we let it. Wow. (laughs) Like, I love that. I think our past doesn't have to dictate our future. I think so many times people get stuck in that space of let's just be stuck in the past, we build these blocks, we build these mental blockages of just being stuck with the things that have impacted us. If I look just at my life, right, and I shared with you previously before just now conversations in the past that I've dealt with depression, I could have always stayed in that state of depression, right? Like always been like, well, you know what, life's never going to get better for me. I'm just going to stay in this space. There was valid reasons why I went through depression, but I didn't allow myself to stay there. And it was quite a work and quite a journey to get there. And from your side and, and, and sharing that, right? Not letting your past dictate your future. What did that look like for you? I'm going to get there. But what I just want to touch on what you said was, you know, you had a choice mm. and, it, and, and you made a choice to choose something different. And we all have that choice. Yeah. We can choose to stay in this comfort zone and live where we known, which, you know, in, in your story was not having the best feeling probably about yourself and your outlook of your future, or we can choose to see life differently. 
And I know that uh, one of my favorite stories was you look about success. And one of the definitions of success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So you are successful the moment that you decide that you want to do more. It's not when you get to a place. It's not when you attain certain physical things, but it's when you realize that you have the power within to create the life that you want. And so for me, I guess what it was, I've been really blessed in lots of ways that I think I was more of an unconscious competent that I always had faith. There was just this sense of knowing that everything was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I knew that in life and, and fortunately didn't get too burdened down with anxiety and depression. But that being said, I also still just created a box of what I thought I could live in and who I could be, which just was a replication of, you know, the people that were around me and the life that my parents had lived. I was just starting to conform to the norm. And inside I had this desire that said, I want to do more. I want to become more. And then I, yet I had this belief that me wanting more was coming from a selfish place because that's how I had been kind of taught that, you know, be satisfied with what you have. Mm. And it wasn't until I started to study and realize that we are spiritual beings. The essence of us is for fuller expansion and expression. It is not selfish to want more. In fact, it's selfish to hold yourself back because you're not sharing your greatest gifts with the world and what you can potentially give. So for me, it was just recognizing that I want to be the best example for my kids. I want to be the best daughter for my parents, partner, brother, sister, whatever role we play. And to do that, I have to be authentic to who I am at my core. And so to be the best for others, I first had to be the best for myself. And I too made a decision to start to look at life differently. That's, um, that's super profound, right? And what I'm just hearing there is just the mindset shift that you took, right? To get yourself out of that box. It's quite a difficult thing to do, actually. It's not that easy to break these habits that have probably been set through your whole life that you've probably been unaware of. So it is really just a mindset shift. It's like focusing on, on the different and focusing on that pinpoint. And, and I really like the energy that came with that. And the, what was feeding it, it was for your family for your kids and you're like I, I want to set the example there and that that's profound and i think it's oh sorry there's an alarm going off in the background we'll, <laughs> we'll skip that going off. i don't know why but um yeah it'll stop it, it'll stop eventually <laughs> it's just <laughs> these things just happen right things that totally take our focus right and and, and i kind of like that because it kind of segues into what we we're speaking about in life there's going to be things that take out our shift and take away from what's important and and just like that alarm like it, it just for a second took us away from what we're discussing and these like profound things but it becomes a choice to focus on something else right to to get to that point of mindset shift i need to focus on this and i'm doing it for a bigger reason than myself i really appreciate that i think that's something that a lot of people need to do, is find a why find something a bit bigger outside of themselves right We've all been aware of Simon Sinek's, like, understand your why, and this is what you're doing it for. And it's true. There's a lot of power knowing why. There's a lot of power knowing how. Well, I think that really there's a lot of person knowing why, but you have to, in order to do that, go within. 
and really to start to, I think, dream what is that life that you desire? Mm -hmm. And when you start to set goals for yourself, I mean, your goals want to be aligned with your purpose, but live that purpose for you, not of what you think others say you should do or what Mm -hmm. you've been trained to do, because Mm -hmm. then you're just not being that authentic thing. And, And don't let yourself initially, when you're figuring that out, be limited by the how, because the how will come. When you have clear understanding of who you are, what you want, why you stand for it, then ultimately you'll raise your level of vibration, your energy within to start to attract the how. If you have a thought and it's not in alignment with that of the life you dream, then reject it. Mm-hmm. And just say, I'm not that. I don't need to listen to that because there have been like, you know, beliefs and thoughts that we have grown up with or been conditioned with throughout our lives. But just because we had a thought doesn't make it true. I just think it's so important for us to really just start to fall in love with ourselves and fall in mm-hmm. love with that which we desire. And when we do that, then it becomes easier to reject everything else. One thing that was a real revelation for for me, especially dealing with the things that I had to deal with and and why I look into mental health is I I needed to realize that I'm not necessarily my thoughts. Who I am in my thoughts and, and who I am can be and often is a very different person. There's a lot of power in in realizing that that our thoughts create, but we're so in control of our thoughts. And that takes a lot of, as you've said, it takes a lot of like going within to get to that point. Going within is it's quite uncomfortable initially. It can be quite a struggle even now. And I make it a, I make it a common practice where I try to meditate every morning. I do probably like eight out of 10 mornings, if I'm honest. It can be quite tough. And sometimes it brings up a lot of real emotions a lot of real thoughts a lot of and you just start realizing so much about yourself and the world around you and and start realizing your own mindset your own perspectives and then what your thoughts are creating and i just want you to expand a little bit more on that is how our thoughts create um, because very powerful in that and i think you can really elaborate on that and i can see you're excited about it so let's let's run into that one I love it, right? I mean, here's the thing, whether we come from a science background or a theology background, everyone will agree that we become what we think about. Thoughts become things. And so when we recognize that we're that powerful, that we're the creators of our lives, you increase your awareness and understanding of yourself. You can start to see things and think things differently. I hope to inspire and empower people is that if the results you're presently getting aren't the results that you most desire, then let's start to think from a different place. And so often what happens is that we let our results determine our thinking. Mm -hmm. And so our results determine our thinking, the thinking then that we create in our conscious mind, and we become emotionally involved with those thoughts that we impress in our subconscious mind that then turn into our feelings that ultimately drive the body to take action. And it's in that action that we get our results. But when we start our thinking from our results, we see that we typically will continue to get the same results. Because the results generate the thoughts, the thoughts of the feelings, the feelings, the actions, the actions, results. 
when we're not in those meditation states, I guess I should say, is yeah. where we should be creating our thought process is starting from what we want. What is it that we want to create in our lives? And then we start to get emotionally involved with that image. And mm -hmm. we be specific with that image. Like, who would I hang out with? What would I do? How would I talk? How would I live? How would I respond to certain situations? And when we can come from this new image, this new conceptual thought that we have, that'll drive a new sense of feelings through our body. That'll set ourselves up in a new vibration to take new actions that will ultimately get us new results. It's ever so slight, but it's really about recognizing, stop thinking from the symptom, the outside what we're seeing and go into what we really wanna imagine and create and start our thinking from there. And when we fall in love with that and we really replay that because our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. Yeah. So when in our meditation and our visualization and our affirmations that we do, when we live from the place of our goal being achieved, then it's only a matter of time before it manifests into our physical reality because yeah. Yeah. we set ourselves up in that vibration. So it's always so exciting for me to think that everything we see in our 3D world has yeah. been created twice, right? Once yeah. in our imagination and then once in the physical form. So when you have a thought it's already here. Our goal now is to figure out how to bring it to life, not to let our present circumstances or not knowing then say that it's not, it can't happen because you won't want anything that you can't do. You won't desire it to that level. So let yourself, allow yourself to dream, to fantasize, to get, you know, I look at the creative process as three steps. You take your fantasy to your theory, to your fact. But in order to take that fantasy to a theory, you first need to get really clear with what that fantasy is, how you want your life to be, and then ask yourself two questions. And those questions are around, am I able? Mm -hmm. Well, we know that we're born with infinite potential. So whether or not we're able, yes, we are able. As soon as you have that desire, you are able. But the more important question that you have to ask is, am I willing? And this kind of goes back to what we were talking a little bit about earlier. Am I willing to be uncomfortable? Am I willing to do things differently? Am I willing to potentially have to go through ridicule, leave certain relationships and friends or things that have been holding me back? When you can answer yes to I am able and I am willing, in that instant, you've taken that fantasy to a theory. And then it's there that we start to live from and then start to determine what action steps we need to do to actually bring that into fact. So it just excites me because it's really recognizing and becoming more aware of the infinite potential in us and believing in ourselves. And I'll bring it into this place right now is that so often we have an opportunity to believe in the invisible and we can either choose faith or fear they're equally present so why won't we start to like choose to believe in the faith in our ability to do something instead of doubting ourselves like i mentioned to you one of my favorite quotes is if you're going to doubt anything doubt your doubts 
only think of why you can. And when you get to there, then you're ready to soar. Sometimes I get a little bit skeptical. And what would you say to somebody who, who says, well, we all have a range up to a certain ability. Do you view that? Or do you think we can always extend more than what we think we're actually capable of? I definitely think we can do more than we're capable of because we uh-huh. only know that. And our thoughts in our mind, that those paradigms, our habitual way of thinking, reconfirm our logic. Mm-hmm. So if we want to be, do, have more, we have to do the illogical. So we have to go against some of those thoughts that we have, those thoughts that keep us stuck. You know, often I'll talk to somebody and they'll say, oh, I wish I could do that. But you can't. They know this, 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 this reason. Well, again, we won't truly want something unless we can do it. It's not like, I mean, I may wish to dunk a basketball, but do I really have a strong desire to do that? No. Like, am I really going to be willing to learn to do that? I won't want to. But those other things, I think when we walk by someone and we think, oh, I want to, I wish I could do that. I like to believe that's our intuition speaking. That's our whisper of our soul saying you can't. And that's when we start to go inside versus looking at what we've done to date to determine our ability and our capacity our capacity but we really have to tune inwards and say you know is it is that something I really want is it and really sit down with ourselves and start to fantasize and if you can see that image then you can do it because it's it's here already you know I think it was Picasso or someone said how do you paint such beautiful pictures and he says I see my dreams and then I paint my dreams see the life that you want to live Mm. And then start living into it. Mm. You know, when you have those doubts, I mean, we're all human. We all will. And, you know, and sometimes we feel like if I didn't, you know, Stace, I tried that, I failed. Therefore, it didn't work. What I would say to somebody is try again. Because it's only failing when we stop. Look at obstacles and challenges as an opportunity to even grow and to become more the person you need to be to achieve that what you truly want. Yeah. Stop looking at them as things that are put in our place to stop us, but instead look for the light, love and lessons in each of those things and continue to move forward. And when you do that, I think that just will up level your self image, your confidence and your belief in yourself to then realize that you can achieve more. Yeah. I just want to go back and touch on to something that you said is you only fail when you decide to stop, right? Take that sometimes a little bit further. And I say, we, we only fail when we decide to fail. So when we say, yeah, this is, I'm done. I, I want to fail here. And, and sometimes saying to yourself, I want to fail here is okay because you've realized you no longer want it. It's, it's not necessarily a failure, but say it's a lesson learned. I don't want this anymore. Right? And I think that's really powerful to do. Sometimes now, right, especially in the world and the way that it is today, we're all in this like feeling of languishing, low, mellow, like I'm not really performing. I'm not really moving forward. I'm not really progressing. And what you were speaking on was just looking at your mindset of performance and taking you from that place of like a can and start thinking about it and then putting into action. But how do we break that barrier from your perspective when we have that languishing feeling or we're just feeling trained and really tired and we just don't have the energy to do that anymore? And I know with energy comes like vibration, you've got to raise that, right? But how does that look like? How does that look like for the average Joe, for the person just on the street who's, who might not Tired. understand these concepts 100%, but how, how do we get them to, okay, yeah, let's push onto this and, and focus on yourself and really believe in yourself when life has kicked them and hit them and 
beat them hard because for a lot of people that's a reality right now yeah and it's it's so easy to say like to to go out there and be like yeah just think it and I'll come but for some people are gonna be like I've tried that so many times how do we get them to push through it's definitely tricky because but that's where again you have to make a choice because whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right so I can't make that choice for you. Only you can. But I can share with you information and knowledge and understanding that may be able to like, just for a moment, get outside of your current circumstance and start to dream. And that's really where it starts is like looking within and say, okay, well, this isn't working for you. So what's the cost of staying here? What about the potential? the possibilities that might exist if you just allow yourself to switch. Yeah. And I get it. They say, I've tried that before, Stace, and it just hasn't worked. I mean, we fear then being disappointed again, right? Like, I believe that's why a lot of people, when they say, what do you want? Is that I'm not sure. I believe everybody does know what we want, but we are afraid to admit it of ourselves in fear of failure. Yeah. In fear of admitting something that, you know, we don't, we might not believe that we can attain right now. But that to me is where we should start getting excited because it's in that journey where you're going to become more. Hey, so I'm just going to jump in here right in the middle of this podcast to tell you about something that I have been working on just to help you take a little bit more control of your here. Well, it's that time of year where we all create New Year's resolutions and what I've noticed is that often we don't reach our New Year's resolutions because we just end up saying them and we don't have enough structure to it. So I've created a resource for you to be able to take your New Year's resolution and engage with it effectively to create a mindset shift in terms of what your New Year's resolution is and turn it into a goal that is fully achievable to you. And you can find this resource, it's totally free on my website at www.muchmorecoaching.com and you can send a message there and, and contact me there and I'd be happy to send this resource through to you. So yeah, go to www.muchmorecoaching.com and you can pick up this free resource to help you uh, just design a bit of a better year for yourself. I mean, that's where we realize we need to up-level our belief in ourself and we will never outperform that of what we believe when we talk about our subconscious mind and the limiting beliefs that are in there or what we believe that controls our behavior which ultimately controls our results what else also in our subconscious mind is is our self-image and our self-image almost acts like a thermostat it's an autopilot it keeps us wired into a certain level of results we may go to a motivational speaker, read a good book and, yeah. and get excited for a little bit. And we might see a blip up in our results. Yeah. But if we don't understand why mm -hmm. and how we need to up level our self image to match that of the goal that we want, then it's only a matter of time that we'll kind of go down. And again, at the end of the day, achieve relatively the same results that we were in the past. When we want to choose to live differently or when we're tired and, you know, life has beat us up, it first starts with a decision to say, I want something different. And then it takes you to flip from 
taking that energy that flows in and through us, recognizing there's two, there's a law of polarity. Everything has a, an opposite. There's a negative and a positive. And we can choose to think a negative thought that will lead to kind of doubt, fear, worry, anxiety, depression, all feelings that are within us that ultimately cause body to break down into dis slash ease disintegration. Or we can choose to take the energy that just is and flip to the positive. And the opposite of ignorance is understanding. And we get that through knowledge and increased awareness, which will build well-being through faith and understanding of ourself, which leads to like acceleration of body at ease and creating. Although I appreciate and can recognize how challenging life has been for many of us, and especially during these times of pandemics, just feeling a little bit beat up, I would say, I get it. I understand we've all been there, but we have a choice and we create our reality. So what do you want to choose now? Choose to believe in yourself. Choose to know there's a different way and get involved with a coach or a mentor. Surround yourself with like-minded people. They're going to help uplift you to show you that you can do that. We can fail really successfully or be successfully. It is just like wherever we put our energy or our attention, our energy flows. I would get really excited for people and I congratulate people when they decide they want to do something different. And I understand that as soon as you decide that you wanted something different, all of these thoughts of, oh, that's crazy. Oh, you can't do that. All of these things automatically rush. But again, recognize that's just, that's the law. Everything else, as soon as you have a positive idea, the negative ones are there, but then you can choose to accept that next thought or reject it. And when that next thought comes in and says, oh, that's like crazy talk. You're, you can't do that. You have been living this life. This is the life you do. You say, no, I'm no longer that. I reject that. And I'm going to choose to think different thoughts and we move that way. So like you said, the equation is easy. You know, it's like choose different. What yeah. is hard is, is the implementation of that. Yeah. But if you, what is harder is living a life where you're unhappy every day. So choose your hard. That's quite a popular thing that I like choose what is difficult for you because either way it's going to be difficult. And, and I really like something that you touched there and, and saying that formula is easy, but the practice of it is, is quite difficult. Right? And there's a lot of times where people have that motivation and that's kind of where I'm going to be leading on to. So it's just looking at the motivation of how do we keep this up? Because there are moments where you can be on fire and your soul is passionate about what you're doing and you're just in the right level of frequency and you just keep going and you're crushing and you crush it for months and then all of a sudden wham that energy just because we can't we can't always stay in that in that energy so like how do we get that motivation to pick ourselves back up to to keep going because yeah it becomes a choice and we can and we can think these things but there comes a point where the energy is even just thinking about it and doing the little things becomes really difficult to do. And that's, that's a real clear indication that something is wrong is when even just when we feel like oh, making your bed in the morning just seems like too much work and effort, right? So how do we get when we're in that state, how do we get the motivation to pull ourselves out? I think that we have to give ourselves grace and compassion and love 
and start to just appreciate the small things and come from gratitude every morning and recognizing what it is that we already do have. What you want has to be greater than your excuses, right? Otherwise the excuses win. On those days where, you know, maybe you've been accelerating and then something happens, doesn't go your way and, and you start to question yourself, well, give yourself some grace, but recognize and pivot to the opposite side. So start with gratitude. And it just instantly starts to raise that vibration. And, you know, maybe you have eight things on your list to do and you're not feeling super motivated by it, but just reach out and smile at a person, you know, leave a person with a lasting impression of something. And in those moments, it'll start to like raise your vibration, which ultimately will give you motivation to start doing things. And a friend of mine told me one time, like, if you notice something on the floor, pick it up. Like, don't walk by, pick it up. Yeah. And when you pick that up, you recognize that, you know, another thing you see and you, you pick it up and you start just building this momentum through little things. So break some things down for yourself. Don't see it like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be successful till I hit that top. Again, remind yourself, you are successful by continuing to believe in yourself. Yeah. It's easier to, to think the negative, I've noticed. It's much easier to to just be like, well, it's never going to happen. And therefore you think you're conserving your energy, but really what you're doing is sapping your energy. You're taking your own energy out by allowing those thoughts and allowing that chain to follow. And, and that persistence is really important, right? Looking at perseverance in terms of performance and even mindset and, and, and working on the different paradigms. How can we allow ourselves to, to persevere? It's almost like you're in a boxing ring and then you're just getting getting hit left, right. And you keep walking forward and you're like, I'm going to persist through this. I'm going to persist through this. But for some people, that's all that life becomes. It is a constant pursuit of persistence. How do we know when, okay, this is not the fight that I, I should be taking? Or do I just keep persevering? Because I've said to myself, like, I want to be a professional golf player, but golf is hard, but I persisted it, persisted it. And I think this is what I want to do. And I'm really passionate about it, but there's an ability within me that I just don't have. I can't put. How do we know that this is no longer the fight? Because sometimes just that keeping going, and, and I've heard it from a lot of people, just keep going, just keep going. But sometimes that doesn't serve us. How do we identify when it's serving us and, and when it doesn't? I think when, if you don't no longer have the desire in some of those things, like I can't put, well, is it, is it that you can't put, or is it because you're telling yourself you can't put? If it still makes you happy, if it's fulfilling you, mm -hmm. if it's bringing you to a state of joyful expectation, then continue to do it and reject anything that says that you can't. But if it's no longer a desire, if you've switched and, and found something else that lights your soul, then go and choose to do that. It can be perceived easier to think negatively if you've always thought negatively, because that's in alignment with your logic. And to think differently is illogical and gets you out of that comfort zone. But we know it's in that uncomfortable place where we grow and where a change takes place. So for somebody, though, that's always been a really positive person, it may be impossible for them or much more difficult for them to think negatively. Like, I mean, that seems like a strange thought to somebody that is challenged to think positively, but it's true, right? Not everybody thinks that way. We just have to reframe certain things and recognize that those beliefs 
And that way of thinking got there from years of repetition. And we're programmed both genetically and environmentally. And chances are that was the way the people around us thought when we were growing up, which is how that paradigm, that belief got put into our subconscious mind. It's not that we can't change it, but we have to recognize that it won't change overnight. And the only way to change a paradigm, well, there's two ways. And one is like an emotional impact, divorce or a loss or something like that. But typically, a lot of times, they're not the most positive situations and we can't just bring them on. But what we do have control on is the other way to change a paradigm, which is through this constant spaced repetition. And that's where in the mornings, you want to take that time to write down your gratitude statements, to write down your affirmations in the present tense as they've already happened, to meditate, to visualize and see yourself with the goal attained. Initially, when you're starting it, I mean, one of my mentors, Bob Proctor would say, you know, write your goal out a hundred times a day. And you're like, what? That's logical. But that's where the gift is, right? Because the more you can see it, the more you can feel it, mm-hmm. feeling's the key, right? You will become it. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. So it's really about identifying what beliefs you currently have that no longer serve you, that are no longer in alignment with the life that you want to live. Flip to the opposite of that and start to reprogram that through, again, just constant space repetition. You do it every day. You know, you become persistent in the pursuit of your passion and you just do it every day until, you know, what once seemed illogical is now your new way of living. I actually just grabbed this book as a man thinketh. It's one of my favorites from James Allen, one of the classics. And, you know, in chapter seven, and is it kind of just when you said to you, like, how long do you stay with something? Mm-hmm. And it says, I actually write this as one of my affirmations every morning cool. as Love far it. as like what I desire desires me. Because for me, some of the things was came to like worthiness. And do wow. I really feel worthy of that which I desire. And, Mm. you know, it was hard for me to admit, like I never wanted to think that I had a self-image or self-confidence issue. But the reality is, is for the life I was living, I didn't. (laughs) That's why I had the life that I lived. But if I wanted to have more, then I had to recognize that I too had to become vulnerable and really get in touch with, do do I feel like I, I deserve what I want? This is my favorite thing. It says, tempest tossed souls wherever ye may be, under whatsoever conditions ye may live, know this in the ocean of life, the isles of blessedness are smiling and the sunny shore of your ideal awaits your coming. Keep your hand firmly upon the helm of thought. In the bark of your soul reclines a commanding master. He does but sleep, wake him. Self-control is strength, right thought is mastery. Calmness is power. Say unto your heart, peace be still. But I just, you know, when I doubt something, I just keep thinking the sunny shore of my ideal awaits my coming. A post that you made a while ago, looking at like our self-talk, the things that we tell ourselves, right? Yeah. And it's just so profound that you're just like, yeah, the the sun is coming for you, right? Um, Under that quote. And it's just that one little thing that you can tell yourself. And, And I always say to people, be aware of your self-talk, be aware of your own mind chatter. 
because the one person you listen the most to is yourself more than anybody else. I just think that's really powerful that you do that. How important has self-talk been for you throughout your life, throughout your experiences, and even what you're going through now in, in this present day? Yeah, it's critical, right? And, you know, not only the person that you listen to most yourself, but it's also you know, the person you're around and should want to make the happiest because yeah. other things will come and go, but you will always be there. Mm-hmm. And so to recognize, I think that does come down to self-image. I mean, self-image to me is so powerful. It's one of my passions, Mark, maybe when we have to meet again and we just do a, a talk on self-image because... <laughs> that's the key it's the key right if you don't believe it but on a subconscious mind when you look in the mirror like I mean that's another really powerful tool for people to do right is is mirror work look in the mirror connect with your inner self I mean we live on three planes of existence we're spiritual beings we live in a body, but we have an intellect, right? So we live on these three spiritual planes or these three planes of existence. And so often we think that we're our body. We're not our body, right? Like there's so much more to us. So when you do mirror work and you can actually look deep into your eyes and connect with your soul, then you really start to uncover who it is you are and who you want to become. Yeah. And so if you can't talk to yourself in a way that is empowering and inspiring and one that believes in yourself, then your results will reflect it. Our results are a reflection of what's going on inside. And so if we want to change our results, what we see on the outside, we first have to go within and change what's within. So self-talk is is so key. And I think what what is really important to know with self-talk is when you really get upset and you attach that emotion to it, mm-hmm. then that's when it really can be harmful or, or if it's on the negative or really powerful, if it's in the positive, I know I'm guilty of that. I'll, I'll do something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's so silly. Or that was really stupid. Yeah. Right. And, and I think it's like in the moment I'm like, Oh, that's what, that's not a big deal if I say that, mm. but it is, you say it enough times to yourself and you start to believe it. 100%. Just catch yourself in those moments and, and recognize the, you know, the mistake or the opportunity that you had was only that. And instead of calling yourself stupid or whatever in that moment, name your subconscious mind as a silly name or something like that, run that makes fun of. So that when that inside chatter comes, you almost, instead of getting frustrated at yourself for listening or hearing it you like kind of make fun and like acknowledge it and just laugh it off and say yeah okay silly like whatever it is snakey snake whatever I don't know uh I I haven't named my subconscious yet but it's something I'm going to maybe do but it's to like (laughs) laugh that off yeah I like it I think the bible tells us to be discerning in all things and I think that's also be discerning within the things that we tell ourselves the things that we say I think there are things that we've got to realize okay this is just stupid internal mark that's not making any sense right now and yeah. it's not really the reality and you just laugh it off and I think that's a really powerful thing to do but I think the only way that we can really do that is being aware of ourselves that self-awareness is going to be really key to be able to do that because it's so easy to think that get onto our autopilot mode and we just let our thoughts create for us and from that can even just be like oh 
I'm, you know, you might say to yourself like, oh, I'm lazy. So therefore you don't do anything because you've told yourself that you're lazy. Right. If, you, if you're aware and you've practiced that mindfulness, and I think that's also really important, just being mindful, being mindful of ourselves, mindful of the people around us. And then you can catch yourself and be like, hold on, actually, I, I've worked this, I've done this. And, and you can look for those ways to break down that limiting belief of I'm lazy, for example. And show yourself right. like, yeah, I can, I can move on. I can produce, I can create, I do work hard and I'm productive and I expand and I can grow. And then you're like, okay, well, yes, that was a stupid mark. And, and then sometimes you, you might be like you're talking about a topic that you might not be aware of. And then there's something within you that's like, you don't really know what you're talking about. And be like, let me check that okay, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me get into a book. Let me dive and let me talk to the right, right. people who do know what they're talking about and expand that knowledge. I'm going to reiterate that that's, it's tough to do. <laughs> it's a, it takes a lot of practice and it's, it's a mindfulness practice. That's why they're saying that meditation is a practice. Even conversations like this is a practice. Being a functioning human being is difficult to really sit down and listen to somebody without the intention of wanting to reply. That's hard. The more I delve into this, the more I go into coaching. I try to take myself out of it completely. And, and I just listen without the intention of having to reply. And that allows you to opens up so much more and you can really get so much deeper. right? And you've got to be able to do that with yourself. Listen to yourself and know that you don't necessarily have to reply. And by that, I mean, as you don't have to always respond to your thoughts, you don't always have to enact with it. You can kind of let it go like traffic. But if there is something that you need to address and you reply to it accordingly, because you can look at it almost from an outside perspective. I love it. It's like becoming more interested than interesting mm -hmm. on that, right? Like you really get engaged with it. And I think that that is the whole key to mindfulness is becoming aware of how to respond versus react. That when we start to recognize the power we have within to create our own environment, then we're less likely to react and we're more inclined to respond to create what we want. There was another quote that I said is the majority of us don't think like we're just in autopilot mode all the time. Yeah. And especially in this world where people, I mean, when we don't have goals, we become wanderers. Like we're so susceptible to, you know, the news, what other people think, social media. And then people are like, what are you talking about? I'm thinking, well, no, you're just living from your external senses. Mental activity doesn't constitute thinking, right? So when we recognize that, then we can start to like, oh, wow, I am just being dictated by the things that are going on around me. Yeah. I am just kind of wandering. And to stop that, I need to have a direction and a purpose. And I need to have a goal. 100%. And then when I'm there, we start to think from our own place and create the life that we want. What can you do to create the life that you live, one that inspires, empowers, and motivates you? Mm -hmm. And it really is around disconnecting from that external world and taking time to go within and recognizing the power that you have to create your world and get in tune with that which you want and recognize if it's a desire that you have, if you can see the image of that which you desire on the screen of your mind, then you can hold it in your hand 
believe in yourself and start to take action towards that. I think that in itself, right, is like powerful enough to end the podcast on. For those of you who are listening, if, if anything has resonated with you with what Stacy has said and discussed, and it's just been so awesome to sit and listen to her and just have her wisdom come out. Please look up on social media. Um, where can they find you? How can they connect with you? If they, if they want to connect with you on a, on a deeper level and maybe take up your coaching and, and have that mindset shift. You can find me on um, Instagram or Facebook at Stacey Van Thun or at Raise Your Results. The website to Mark at raiseyourresults.ca. But truthfully, Mark, I want to thank you. And I want to thank the everyone listening for allowing us this opportunity to share and to spread some joy and some goodness into this world because it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Honestly, I just appreciate it so much. Stacey Van Thun, thank you so much for joining us here and being part of the Much More family. I really do appreciate it. I hope that you have a blessed day, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Bye-bye.